Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, or more importantly, Ole Miss every day. Hi, I'm Stephen Willis alongside Tom Vanderford. We're going to talk a little bit of Ole Miss sports on this 4th of July weekend. Um, as this video is airing, I am in a theater watching Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and I am a very happy man. How are you doing, Tom? I'm doing wonderful. Wonderful. So, just to let you know, today on the morning podcast, I did one entitled Death Penalty, Colon. It's not the hero we want, but the hero we need. And this NIL environment or something like that. And... I, I'm actually dead serious about this, and that is if the NCAA wants to have some teeth, they're going to have to shut down a program. They, they've they've let it get to that point to where an SMU-type situation is happening and people are just flaunting over the NCAA over and over again. And I'll give you an example. Um, the state of Texas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas passed laws that basically said, hey, our schools can do whatever they want and you can't do anything about it. And the NCAA is like, well, this is a voluntary organization. Um and I can control membership into that organization and things like that. And this is what I am planning. Now, I'm talking about major, major violations. So if you're tampering, if you are um, offering inducements NIL-wise and they find out about it, the first offense, you have to shut down your program that of the offending program for a year. The second offense your whole athletic department has to shut down. And your third offense, you're kicked out of the NCAA. All this will stop. You won't hear about any tampering. The only thing that would worry me about that <laughs> is for it to work, in my opinion, it would have to be a blue blood mm -hmm. or at least somebody that's up there uh, like a Texas, a Texas A&M, uh, somebody like USC, somebody like that. You know, you, you look at what the NCAA did recently with LSU, and that tells me that right now the emperor has no clothes. Yep, and whenever they play enforcement and things like that, I, I just think it's a problem. I think the NCAA needs to play the cards that they have that is just irrefutable, and that is, one, they control all the players' eligibility. They can take it away whenever they want to if somebody acts up, if a player acts up. Let's say a player for A&M gets caught gambling, the NCAA can just take that eligibility away. The other thing is they control membership in their institution, and if they just say, hey, your membership is at risk. This whole time, they're like, hey, we're going to make you play ball and do whatever you have to do. Um, just please be good, and we'll just keep going. Well, if their membership is at risk, universities will self-police even a little bit more. They'll keep boosters under wraps. And if the boosters try to sue the NCAA over a decision the NCAA makes, I think membership should be pulled right then. Like I said, I, I agree with you 100%. I just would like for it to be fair. Oh, yes. I, Absolutely. The upper, the upper crust teams get away with murder, and then they they pin stuff on the likes of Ole Miss. The last big one was us. The last mm -hmm. big 
big nail was us and we had we did nothing mm-hmm. compared to what USC, Texas and Texas A&M are doing now. Yeah. And it should be quite interesting, but that, that, like I said, I'm at the point where a I am for NIL. The players should not have to get any amount of money taken away from them. They should not be required to stay at a university any longer than they have to. I believe in total freedom movement, total NIL. Absolutely. But there's a way that you can fix all this. And if you do all this, you can get the rogue boosters because it's not even collector's fault. It's, right. it's not even their fault. It It is the, the rogue factions that are working alongside the collectives mm-hmm. that are the reason that so much of chaos is being thrown into the system. I would love to know the full story on the Auburn side of the courting of Quinshawn Judkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just one example. Yeah, something needs to be done because what happens is, is you know the the poorer programs are being overtaken by the richer programs. I mean, I'm not trying to put an old Miss slant on it, but look at Gaddy, the cornerback, the mm-hmm. the top rated cornerback coming back in the SEC, went to what North Texas State, is mm-hmm. that right? And uh, you know he's he's. We took him from North Texas State. Well, there the same thing happens with with lower SEC uh, teams, and and with you know even the upper echelon teams are losing a lot of people. You know, um, I just it's the wild west right now, and it does need to be calmed down. Yeah. And um, I also saw that the NCAA and their memo that they sent out saying, hey, a lot of this stuff that you're doing is going to be illegal. They also put out a little new, new clause that they're looking at voting on to where if a player transfers from your school and he has an NIL deal, he's still you're still responsible for that NIL deal. You can't have location-based contracts. Um, any longer. And that is, in my opinion, a very good thing. And that is a step for the NCAA to control this massive inflation that is happening pretty constantly with um, college football, basketball, and baseball, because a lot of these contracts aren't going to be offered and they're certainly not going to be as valuable as they were if this clause goes into the thing. If you were going to pay a quarterback $2 million before, now with the freedom of movement and everything where you know you might only get a year with him, that contract might be a hundred K and I think that's good also um, for the collectives and NIL, especially with Ole Miss. If you saw Ole Miss had like the eighth rated ambitious collective um, according to on three. And uh, I mean, Walker's doing work. He's absolutely doing work and he's, he's trying to do it the right way. That's the thing that people, people are going to hear what I'm talking about and think I'm talking about Walker. I am not. They're trying to do things the right way. I'm talking about rogue factions that are causing this to kind of spin out of control. Yeah. But, you know, a, a, a prime example, uh, Caleb Williams, USC. Mm-hmm. Everybody and their brother knows that he was tampered with. Mm-hmm. Everybody and their brother knows that USC did whatever it took to get him to move to USC. Prime example. No telling how much money that kid's got. 
There was a coach on the Oklahoma staff that was, I think, coaching the bowl game if they had one. Mm-hmm. Um, and after Lincoln Riley took the job at USC, he was still working with Oklahoma. And he was actively recruiting people to USC while working for Oklahoma because he was going to take the USC job. That is, for lack of a better word, tampering. And that is the kind of stuff that we need to just absolutely get rid of. Yeah. If, if we can get rid of that, it doesn't matter that freedom of movement happens in transfer portal. It doesn't matter that NIL is a thing. If, right. if, we, if we can eliminate the tampering, we can kind of get back to normal. Yep. I completely agree. Because right now, like you said, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It's an arms race. Mm-hmm. You know, and schools like Ole Miss have to spend a lot of money trying to keep their talent. And then they have to do, I love this analogy that, that Lane Kiffin used. And they got to do the money ball thing. Mm-hmm. They got to go to Miami of Ohio. They got to go to North Texas. You know, they've got to go to Troy and Liberty and all the uh, Tulane, all these other schools to to try and get impact players. So, you know, I think I think we're trying to do it the best way we can. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're one of the problem children. No, not even a little bit. But, you know, I and, and I'm not trying to step on anybody's uh toes uh at locked on but but i would uh i would be very wary of yellowwood and hugh freeze uh just just because i know Hugh's fast and i know yellowwood's got tons of money so yeah and it will be interesting. And when you look at the most ambitious collectives, that kind of gives you an idea of what's going through. Not necessarily whether or not things are going right or wrong, but three of the top 11 are Texas schools. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, they've got unlimited funds in Texas hmm. for the most part. They got that oil money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's going to be pretty fantastic. Um, well, anyway, do you have anything planned on the, for the fourth? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, probably just going to do some grilling and some chilling, man. Yeah, I think we're going to get in the pool and hit fire up the grill and probably watch a baseball game or something on TV as we get ready because once the 4th of July hits, we're two weeks away from SEC Media Days. And the countdown is on. And I've been explaining to people all the time, it's like, hey, we've got to do things a little bit differently over the next couple of weeks because – if not, you're just going to spend out all of your storylines going into fall camp, and you can just you'll get to fall camp, and you're like, oh, what are we talking about? Um, so little things like the death penalty um, that I did, and I actually really do believe what I said, but also the fact that it, that gets to marinate a little bit over the weekend. I figure new audience will come in for that as well. Oh yeah, but but it should be interesting, and I, I'm kind of curious to see what it does. Yeah, I am too. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Um, Join there. Subscribe. Do all of that. Comment, rate, review. Join our subtext community. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, or more importantly, Ole Miss every day. Tom Vanderford, thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next week, buddy. Hey, thanks, man. Hotty toddy. 
Hardy toddy.